This is A Better Way Financial, the podcast with financial advisors and father-son team, Frank and Frankie Guida. I'm Heather Branch here with Frank and Frankie to talk about ways to help you prepare for your financial future. AbetterWayFinancial.com is where you can go to begin the conversation about your retirement savings and investments, putting it all into a plan to work for the years ahead. We also have links posted in the show notes so you can just click there. Or again, it's a betterwayfinancial.com. Gentlemen, we are on the cusp of the holiday season, which means for a lot of folks, they'll be spending time with their friends, their family, and for many families, sometimes awkward conversations evolve at the (laughs) Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner tables. I know you know what I'm talking about. So uh, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, but that's what I wanted to start off our conversation with today is the whole idea of navigating sometimes awkward and uncomfortable conversations. Because listen, I mean, is there anything more personal in the world than talking to somebody about their life savings and and their money? People are very guarded and protected about this space. Mm -hmm. That's true. And thinking about the conversations that you've had to have, I'm sure that you've been in awkward moments sitting there watching couples in the office that you have and, and trying to help them when they have different ideas about what to do with that money moving into retirement that happens all the time you know yeah. sometimes there's a there's a pretty big uh, discrepancy where you have one of the partners that's uh, much more conservative yep. and another one that's much more of a risk taker and yeah. and you got to navigate you know come to some happy medium with them and yeah or <laughs> and, one person feels a certain way about leaving a legacy and the other one maybe yeah. not so much or right. if it's a second marriage how do we do the estate planning all this different stuff oh, yeah. oh, you know? it's a blended family with with legacy planning uh, got to oh be my God. God, that's the worst. The blended families and trying to figure out their estate planning and who gets what and that kind of thing. Talk about walking a tightrope. We've got some of those that have been going on for a long time where we've asked people, you know, we give them the questionnaire. We try and help them with their estate planning. And they can't fill it out because they can't agree on who's going to get what. And they're like, you guys are going to live it up to the government, you know? (laughs) Right. Well, that's that's one way to get people to make a decision when you say, if you don't decide, Uncle Sam will. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the whole idea of complex conversations and helping people through that space is obviously something you're very well versed in. Uh, one of our mutual friends, John Hicks, was talking to me about how the most uncomfortable conversation, he was talking about how his wife had to break up with her hairdresser at one point. And for oh, every no. woman in the world, <laughs> I have a physical reaction. Like we have all known that space. Uh, and that's actually a little bit more in line with the conversation I wanted to ask you about when it comes to relationships that we've cultivated over life. But we feel that maybe that relationship isn't working to its maximum effect for our goals anymore. Because for a lot of people that have sought out financial advice in their working years, they might have met a great advisor who's helped them in their growth years, in their 30s and 40s. However, now they're getting closer to their late 50s, early 60s, thinking about retirement. They're wondering if they are getting what's really the right service, good service for them and their financial needs, because for many people, they might not have anything to compare it to. And this conversation about the idea of seeking a second opinion about your retirement planning, I feel it's such an important conversation to have because despite how much you might love a person you've worked with, it's a different kind of financial advisor you need for your retirement years, is it not? It very, very much is so. You know, when you look at these, with the financial advisors out there, most of them are really, really nice people and yeah. they've got wonderful personalities. Yeah. You know, there's no way you become successful in this industry without that. You right. know, you've got to be a good person. you got to care, that kind of thing. The problem is that, you know, most of these people did start when they were young. 
and they became most of them captured agents. And what that means is they went to work for, you know, one of the large institutions and they got their training there. They got licensed there. But what they got trained to do was basically be salespeople, financial product salespeople. I started in the industry the same way. And the problem is when you're doing that, you know, you're limited in the financial products that you can market. Back when when I was 30, there came across, uh, you know, I was working for one of these companies. I was a captured agent. Mm -hmm. There came across a financial product that I looked at and I was like, oh, my God, this thing is phenomenal. My clients can actually capture a lot of the growth of the markets, Mm -hmm. but none of the losses. You know, to me, that was amazing. And I started researching it and I started looking at the returns over the years and that type of thing. And I was like, my God, this is great. I need to offer this for my clients. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to the powers that be. I mean, I work for one of the largest financial institutions in the world and I was very successful with them. And I said to the vice president, I said, why are we not marketing this product? Mm -hmm. And their answer was, well, there's not enough profit margin in it for us. And I was like... That's why we're not giving these products to our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, so here I was 30 years old. I'm looking at this situation and I'm saying to myself, I know that there's more. I know I can be better. I know I can offer my clients more, you know, and, and it goes back to when I was a kid, you know, growing up, my parents were born in Italy. They came here. They opened up a, a neighborhood grocery store, butcher store. I grew up in that environment where everybody who came into our store, we treat them like they were wonderful. They were our friends, our relatives, our neighbors. I, I remember getting up at five o'clock in the morning every day, going to the markets to get the very best products and services. We got up that early so that we could get the best and we get the pick. So now to have to give people products that were inferior, when I knew there were better products out there, that just didn't work for me. Right. Here I was 30 years old, married, two kids at the time, and now have four. Uh-huh. And I had to leave that. And when I did, I left a wonderful pension, a wonderful 401k, fantastic insurance benefits, a residual income, because that's the other thing, these captured agents, if they leave, all the residual income, meaning the, the income that keeps coming in, that goes away. The, the company keeps that. Oh, so very okay. few people actually make that decision to leave that because it's very hard on the fam- on their own family. Mm-hmm. But I did. I made that decision. I was able to find some of the best people in the industry to put together a team of folks here at A Better Way Financial to work closely with people to help them achieve their retirement dreams. And that's exactly what we do. Uh, in fact, we had a couple from McCungy that we did this type of planning for, and they had tremendous results. Yeah, absolutely. And we did show them a lot that we could do for their situation. But going back a little bit to what Heather was saying, talking a little bit about why would I look at potentially moving advisors, you mm-hmm. know, and, and if you're with an advisor during your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, you're with this person a long time, you know, why might it make sense to make a change? And the reason why that is, is because you could be with somebody who's done an excellent job for you during your accumulation stages of life. Right. But as you get into that period of time that you'd start to need to take that money out, yeah. it's a totally different ballgame. Okay. As you get into retirement, there's a lot of different decisions that you're making that you're not making during your accumulation stages of life. That's right. You know, and you're thinking, well, when should I turn on my social security? If I have a pension, when should I turn on my pension? How should I set it up? Should I do a income option or should I do a lump sum option? Uh You know, there's a bunch of different decisions that your accumulation advisor may not have done for a lot of their clients. Maybe they're focused on people in your age group 
that are accumulating funds instead of distributing funds. Where am I going to take that income from now that I'm retired? You know, all of these different things are super important, and that's why you want to work with somebody who's a retirement planner, right. not just a financial planner, but right. someone who focuses in retirement, focuses on that age group to make sure that your retirement is the way that it needs to be. You have the income coming in, and you're paying the least amount in taxes during the rest of your life. So as we were saying, there's this couple in their late 60s, they're retired, they have one daughter, and they saved about $1.1 million for their retirement. They're currently living off their pensions, living off their social securities, and their income that they need, their expenses are roughly about 60000 per year. Okay. And we said, okay, well, let's first look at your risk. And their risk was way higher than they wanted it to be. And in their position, they said, I don't want to lose more than 12% if the market crashes. So we said, okay, well, let's look at it. In their current portfolio, they could lose 26%. And with their asset level, 26% meant 315000 Wow. When I told them, that's about where you currently are at. And mm -hmm. if 2008 happens again, that's how much you could lose. They were not happy with no. that. So by setting up their portfolio the right way, we were able to show them that if there's a 2008 type event where the market crashes by 50%, they would be looking at a 12% potential loss instead of a 26%. Okay. You know, so we looked at that. We also looked at their return. The way that it was currently set up over the past 20 years, they had received about a 5% type rate of return. We were looking at getting them a 7 to 8% rate of return. So mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference over time, over a 20-year span as well. We looked into their tax situation to try to see what that looked like. You know, How much are they paying in taxes over the rest of their life versus if we do the tax planning, what difference could that make for them? Mm -hmm. And when we did the tax planning, when we looked into their tax situation, we were able to show them that over their lifetime, they'd be projected to pay $469,000 less in taxes over the course of their lifetime. And by doing the positioning that we were able to do, we're going to be able to show them how to also save their children around $411,000 for them as well. Wow. In their current situation with their current advisor, they didn't have any tax plan. Wow. You know, they just had the investments that they were supposed to be in. Right. And it had nothing to do with, well, what are we going to do to save in taxes? You know, so this is the added value that we could bring to the table. Setting the portfolio up the right way between you and your kids, you're going to be able to save $880,000 in taxes. Wow. Wow. $880,000 in taxes less that you're going to be paying over your lifetime and over your kids' lifetimes. So a tremendous difference that goes on for multiple generations. We also looked into their estate planning. You know, we wanted to see how we can lower some of their costs. And we lowered some of the costs of transitioning their estate by $17,000. Nice. So $17,000 less that the kids have to pay when we transition the estate from them to their kids. So if you want to find out how much income you can live on for the rest of your life going up with inflation and after-tax income, as well as learning some strategies to minimize your taxes over the rest of your lifetime, you need to go to abetterwayfinancial.com and click on the Sign Up Now button. Thanks for listening to A Better Way Financial, the podcast with Frank and Frankie Guida. To learn more, visit abetterwayfinancial.com and join the Guidas for the radio show, A Better Way Financial, Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 1230 on News Radio 790 WAEB. 
By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how best to utilize estate, tax, and retirement planning strategies and other financial services or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client and they are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Advisory services offered through A Better Way Financial. Insurance offered through licensed professionals at A Better Way Financial. Pennsylvania Insurance License Number 301779.